right, happy end of the first week of the new year. That was a short week. Um, and I'm, I feel like I'm at least off to a good start. Hope you guys are too. Um, heading to Open Mat at 10th Planet Las Vegas today. Today's Sunday the 6th. And this is the daily results. <laughs> Whatever intro sound effects. And I'm gonna add in later. But uh, maybe I'll never add in. Maybe that's maybe that's just gonna be the ongoing thing that I say every time. And it it gets old either gets old or never gets old. Like I don't know, like Jocko Podcasts is like they they start he starts the podcast every every single time the same way this is Jocko Podcast episode whatever uh, whatever like, like he says the same thing every time it's like a it, that's the weird thing about podcasts it's like it's uh, there's a reassuring or comforting thing that people are the same over time I guess that's the, that's kind of the the interesting thing that, of course, Joe Rogan notes that the father of all podcasts, maybe not the father, but like the current, like, I'm sure there's people before him, but he's the current, like, figurehead, podcast figurehead, master of podcasting. Um, but... What, what he says is like you get to know somebody very well over if you listen to them over long periods of time like the people I listen to say I don't know people I've listened to I guess oh I've I've kind of rotated podcasts over time um, but the people who you listen to if you if it's not a scripted podcast you get to know them that you they're thinking of things off the top of their head they are um, just talking about things up kind of off the cuff maybe they, they prepared for the podcast like Jocko that he reads a book and has notes on the book and has a clear like structure to his podcast uh, whereas Joe Rogan is a little bit more freeform sometimes of course there's like major points that he wants to talk to certain people about he obviously prepares for it. He reads up on these people and stuff. But, um, but there's no like it's as long as it's not scripted. I guess scripted podcasts just sound. I don't know. My girlfriend listens to a number of them, and it just drives me crazy. They they just always talk in the same the same whatever, reading voice, like, this is such an interesting subject, um, I don't, I don't like that, it's not for me, uh, you may as well be, like, listening to an audiobook, and even that, like, people are more interesting sounding than, than, uh, scripted podcasts, I don't know, um, so, yeah, my, I guess my point was, you get to know people over time, and I guess I hope that's happening here too. Because if I come off 
a certain way consistently. I, I hope I'm just expressing myself authentically. I guess that's my my message for this is I, I want to just put this this part of my personality out there uh, just for as part of my personality there's an asshole coming up behind me tailgating me on the freeway I'm already doing 82 and this person behind me probably wants to go faster but I want to maintain a safe following distance between me and the car ahead of me so there's no way I'm speeding up maybe I'll move over but really there, there is nowhere for this person behind me to go in terms of uh, like speeding so I'll move over and they can go do whatever go 85 when I was going 83 maybe, maybe that'll make them mad I don't know anyways so I hope yeah the, I was going through a bunch of the I had a bunch of podcast backlog today uh, just through December and the first week here in January where I didn't upload them I just recorded them and saved them for later uh, so I've been doing that on my computer um, I had to edit a couple just because I, I just wanted to make a clear distinction between like what I should and shouldn't talk about in terms of like work I, I, I never said anything like that's super like proprietary or mission critical but I just want to make sure I have that distinction where it's just like hey these are I can talk about I, I'm allowing myself to talk about kind of the, the professional software development world DevOps stuff like that but nothing like strictly related to my employer so um, yeah I, I guess that's kind of the the line that I'll draw there is like I, I don't want to talk about any specific projects or specific things going on I'll just talk about things in general terms uh, about software development uh, from now on so yeah I edited a couple of them I had to uh, just kind of sit through and the, the hardest part is just making descriptions for episodes because they don't really I, I come into this unplanned. I don't. Um, I don't have a set goal or a set uh, structure that I want to follow. I just uh, put this on and I talk. And I talk about jujitsu or software development or other things going on. Uh, it's really unscripted. I just want to give you guys as authentic genuine of an impression of me as possible uh, and for you know honestly whoever listens to this in the future who may be related to me uh, if you're whatever my 16 year old grandkid or in 20 about 50 like you two kid can uh 2060. I don't know. I don't. I can't do math right now. Uh, if you're if you're related to me in the future, I want to have a piece of myself, basically, out there 
recorded for for all time, so people can go back. And I'm not saying like this as like historical. I, nothing I'm doing is historical. Um, what I do want to record it for is like for people in the future, like myself or others who are just interested in like, okay, what did Mike Lady think about when he was 27 and a half? If I continue this, you know, like this, it could be like five solid years or ten years, or like you know, it's it's a ongoing evolution, like the long, whatever, certain long-running podcast, Joe Rogan Experience, that's like nine years old. So you can watch if you really wanted to go back and watch how Joe evolved as a person over time. I'm sure he was since he was an adult already he largely had the same perspectives or same opinions or I don't know I I haven't done it but I want to do that same kind of thing just make this as a, a long running thing that uh, can be looked back on and I can point to you and say hey look there's that day that I decided to do the thing that I decided to go back and I kind of did over um, in my December episodes I kind of I, I saw myself teetering on yes or no versus for competing I finally decided yes and uh, over this last week I realized how how many uh, tournaments there were that was just last weekend how, how I want to compete like something like seven times over the next six months. That's more than one tournament a month. Uh, that that's the goal, at least. Um, yeah, I've gotten pretty good results in terms of my weight cut so far. I'm at two thirty-three today. I actually I was two thirty-one yesterday by card carved up a little bit, um, so, so I, I ate some Chinese food with my girlfriend, and it, there, there were, there was a lot of rice, and a lot of, uh, uh, there's that sweet, there was, there was some great, well, not, it wasn't great mac salad, but when you haven't eaten mac salad or many carbs in the last week or two, uh, they, they taste great, so, yeah, there's that. Uh, so, like, what's good about like tracking my weight every day? I know there's a lot of different opinions about about how often you should be checking your weight, but I, when I've had the most success in weight loss, it's always been every day. I always have to check check what I am every day, or else it doesn't get done. It, it doesn't move the needle. Right, like today, I went up to 233. Yesterday I was 231. I was, uh, I could, I could be, what the hell happened? But I know, I know exactly what happened over the last 24 hours. And I had, yeah, like three, 
or two and a half, uh, two big meals and then a half a, whatever, kind of a smallish meal for breakfast a lot yesterday. But the third meal of the day was, uh, had a lot of carbs. And even though I did like train a lot yesterday, uh, still, I, carbs retained water. That's, that's kind of what happens there. I didn't gain two pounds of fat or anything like that. If that's impossible based on the amount of calories I ate, it's just I, I gained two pounds of water because um, you retain, I don't know how many grams of water per grams of carbohydrate, but something like that. So, something like that happened. So it's okay to carb up once in a while. That's fine. It, I didn't go crazy. I, I didn't eat a the entire package of cookies or anything like that. It was just some uh, some noodles and some, uh, or not, not noodles. It was rice. It was uh, egg roll. It was mac salad. In addition to some good meat, like it was the, there was yeah, like a chicken katsu and steak and that in that bowl as well, so I was, I was happy with it, it was alright, um, anyways, so I'm heading to, yeah, open mat, 10th land of downtown, and, uh, yeah, I'm always excited to roll with people that I don't normally roll with, because, they bring a different perspective, a different, um, different game, and that—that's kind of the the thing about competing is that you likely don't compete against the same people all the time. Like if you go and. tournaments, you're likely not going to compete against any of the same people that you've ever competed before. Maybe, well, maybe at the upper levels you do, um, but for the most part you're going to be competing against brand, to you, brand new people that you need to figure out their game and enact your game upon them. That's always so, so. That's part of uh, what's nice about there's tons of open mats on the weekends, uh, and Tenth Planet um, has one of the busiest ones just because he yeah, has so many people come through to train Noki, and uh, some of the some of the best names in grappling come through, like Vinny Magalish comes through. I've never trained with them before, but, like, it's, it's crazy that, like, some, like, high-level guys train at this school that I, that I go to, so it's, that's kind of humbling that, uh, I, I have that opportunity to, to potentially learn from 
world champions or uh, whatever, MMA guys who are high level, all that kind of stuff. So, anyways, I'm almost there and I'll talk to you guys later. Hey guys, so just got done with training at the swamp on Sunday. Um, it is. It gets really humid in there, and really slippery because it's just there's nowhere for the sweat to go. So it's a, it's a lot like, uh, well, it's probably more wrestling room than I've ever experienced. But the high school wrestling room I went to, that I trained in in high school. Amador Valley High School. Um, that wrestling room never got this sweaty, and gross, and humid. But uh, yeah, I, I guess it's it's something different. I mean, that's how it's going to be. I'm going to go to the competition classes Mondays and Wednesdays. started at this morning even even though I have been drinking water it's it's hard to keep up so uh, yeah I rolled with a bunch of people there people I don't normally train with uh, and I think that that's kind of the it's interesting with the open mats a lot of people just roll light like lighter than normal like they can see top position don't really work off the of bottom or, or on top. It's it's interesting. Like there's a a, a certain agreed upon. Like you feel your opponent's energy or your partner's, not your opponent, your partner. In this case, uh, you uh, you feel their uh, what kind of resistance they're giving. You kind of work within that to uh, figure out how they're feeling, like what, what speed you should be going. Like nobody, nobody should be going 100%. That's that's definitely not the point. try to use as little strength as possible like I just yeah try to match my opponent's strength and uh, when I'm on top I don't try to force any submissions maybe that's good maybe that's bad I don't know um, if I'm preparing for a competition I might want to train that a little bit more train like going for submissions harder 
I only really do it if I can do it in a technical way. Um, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna force anything. I'm not gonna use any, use too much strength in trying to go for something. Because um, I don't really learn anything that way. Like it, the there's learning and then there's competing, and it's like like you expand your game or you condense your game. been on the expansion for a while and now I'm trying to condense it and trying to hone it to just like uh, make it a very fine-tuned thing like I know all the answers from whatever position I choose to be in like my favorite positions deep half um, just half guard in general open guard tripod sweep like not too many people I don't know it's interesting how I can get it on some people like they it's it's a basic like gi sweep but so maybe not too many no gi people know about it or it's not shown as much uh, but I like hitting that too so th those are like my they like tripod sweep, deep half sweep, and say like a flower sweep or a, some kind of just basically any kind of like table, if I can take a table leg away, um, it's sweep, just kind of turning my hips uh, perpendicular to theirs and sweeping them. So that could be like a flower sweep or a scissor sweep. I don't know. I've got like three main sweeps, say. But really, they're all taking table legs away. Like that's that, that's the general concept. But I don't really have three varieties of sweeps, and but that's a lot more, a lot more than I had like even a year ago. I. I probably only had maybe the deep half. That that's pro actually that's probably is like that's three sweeps I had a year ago, but uh, I know that I can hit. I, I have way more confidence in them now than like I, I've like I know that I can go to those. I know where they are. And I, I actively try to set up things so I can get to there. Um, I guess I also do like the electric chair sweep, which is it, its own kind of deep half, kind of, I guess. I don't know. slicer and I was able to kind of like 
extend my leg, like do a quad extension to avoid that. Um, and I was able to somehow set up a knee bar, like get to the sit position and get a knee bar. Um, that was cool like that that I wouldn't have been able to do that a year ago let, let, let's let's give myself that much credit and uh, this person's right on my ass and it's like I understand well mostly because the person in front of me I'm in the I'm in the left hand lane and I'm going 69, degree, 69 miles per hour. The person ahead of me is probably going 72. But yeah, um, they're they're going not very fast in the fast lane, so I can see that. Um, anyways, so yeah, it wasn't. I guess that's one point of growth that I've had is. Uh, Because our school is home to the to Bendy Casimir, king of knee bars, um, everybody goes for a knee bar. Everybody goes to the sit position. Everybody goes to the knee bar. Um, so I I can feel when people are going for that, and I'm starting to develop some some encounters, but it's not not as well thought out. I mean, I'm sure I'll, like, a year from now, I'll have very good counters to the knee bar sit position. Um, uh, that'll be, like, I'll, I'll be confident in those counters to the knee bar. Uh, but, yeah, for right now, I'm just kind of, like, playing around trying to figure out how to defend against it and how to escape it, basically. Um, but yeah, I was kind of, I, I did the, the knee bar 101 from the sit position. I didn't cut, uh, so the, the interesting thing with the, um, I didn't do, do the full knee, knee bar 101. I, uh, I didn't capture the, the non-knee barred leg. You're supposed to, like, triangle that leg to just get out of your way, and then, uh, that, that's kind of the, the interesting, uh, interesting spin on this, it's a system, it's a, it's a systematic way to get knee bars, and, I went to more. I wish I could go to more bendy classes because that that would inform my opinion of it a lot more. Uh, anyways, uh, 
go home now and shower. And yeah, we're gonna go to um, Top Golf. Should be fun. Just something fun to do. Uh, it's a it's a big tourist trap. And uh, you you hit the you hit these golf balls out and you try to get them in into these rings or in these uh, in these holes, I guess. I don't know. I didn't 
was a pretty light day overall, but I can imagine it'll be uh, it'll be pretty difficult tomorrow. Probably everybody's back from vacation or whatever. And I don't know. Uh, I'll see. See how it goes. Uh, yeah, I like. I guess I'm kind of acclimating to the swamp uh, a little bit, at least going to these open mats and feeling the, the swampiness, I guess. So, I'm almost home, and I'll talk to you guys later.